All right, we're back. Welcome back to the Daily Sip with Conrad and Trent. Welcome aboard. I miss you guys so much. The week gets lonely. It does. It, <laughs> I, guess it gets, <laughs> I guess it gets lonelier for some. But uh, anyways, for those of you who are new here, this is a podcast hosted by myself, Trent, my good buddy Conrad. Uh, we're somewhere along the picturesque Washington Avenue in Houston, Texas. We're not going to tell you exactly where because that'd be weird. It's a secret. Yeah. But uh, join us. Like we're, we're just trying to navigate life in our mid-20s and enjoy some great beverages along the way. So, uh, oh yeah, special announcement for those of you who have been previously listening to the podcast. We're finally on fucking iTunes, ladies and gents. We made it. This is the big leagues. This is the big leagues. This is the big leagues. You know, and for those of y'all that don't know and don't have eyeballs, we are joined in the stew today. Oh yeah, yeah. We got some guests. We some recurring Friends guests of the, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We got some. We got some guests in the studio. Look around the room, and I just see a bunch of degenerates. Yeah, friend of the pod. Friendly degenerates. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Howdy ho! Howdy ho! Yeah. Good to good to see you again, bud. For all all all, I can't even fucking talk. Words are hard today, man. I think I was around in like uh, episode three or four. Episode, yeah, so three or four. I think it was national. It was national. Don't call him the comeback kid, but he's the comeback kid. If if I I recall, that was national margarita day when we were sipping on some Texas ranch water. I feel like we're slosh that day, which is good because today we're very responsibly just a tidbit drinking and just a tidbit. in addition to a friend of the pod keith we're joined by consistent always perpetual friend of the pod the most beautiful Allie. (laughs) and uh i'm not sure i'm a friend of the pod always but i don't know if it's our i might be a new guest possible recurring guest couldn't tell you man uh Good friend Cody. Yeah, I think this is actually the first time. So yeah. first one, dude. We're yeah. happy to have you, man. Yeah, was, was, the cherry. Was, was waiting until we made it on iTunes. I can't blame you, man. And honestly, you're like, partially like that's the motivation behind us getting on iTunes. It's like we got to get this guy on here. Yeah, I was everybody's on, talking about it. I was sitting around on Tuesday and I was just like, man, we got to get Cody on this week. Like, I don't know what we have to do to do it, and and then we started just, from day one. Yeah, yeah, that was you're the absolutely idea. right. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is a good moment for everybody. Cody, glad to have you. Yeah, there. happy to be here. Friends of Pod, Allie, I'm happy to be always here. love having you. And in all Dude, honesty, like you're I, here. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I, th- I think it took us a little bit too long to get on iTunes, but like it was a really easy process. Like once I actually like <laughs> took the time to do it, but uh, but yeah, just took a couple million dollars. Yeah, uh, some couple some, good co-hosts. We had to sell and... some Exxon stock. It was okay, but yeah, you know, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll be okay. We're, we're still floating. It's all good. But uh, but yeah. Now, anyways, so so what? Like we said, welcome back to the Daily Sip. We're just gonna get straight into it with the uh, the first segment, our sipping segment. Uh, today, you know, we're we, we're sticking with the theme of like Houston-ish beers. This isn't Houston. This per is se. definitely not Houston, but well, it's I mean, it's, Texas. It's about as Houston as they can get. Yeah, they're close enough to where I would still call it a Houston brewery because, like, mm-hmm. Southern Star, I think, still considers himself like technically Houston and a B fifty two, like we're their main market. But like, we're we're talking about all the breweries out in Conroe, Texas, right now. Yes. Uh, which is where, which is one of the beers that we're sipping today from uh, Copperhead. I don't know where exactly in Conroe they are because I, I don't know how new I they are. I feel like there's not a lot of places in Conroe. To what does it say on the side of that box right there? What is this Medusa that we're sipping on? Medusa's rich, dark fruit flavors are derived from the true Belgian Abbey yeast and Belgian candy sugar. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I can get on board Those flavors it. transition into a sweet, bready malt base, which I really do taste. Yeah. Uh, oh, best yeah, enjoyed at a tulip glass one. served at 44 degrees, which is perfect because it's out of a frozen mug at my apartment. Well, 
Studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> studio apartment? Okay. Studio apartment. Studio. Definitely studio. not. God, yeah. dude. Can you imagine living in a studio apartment in Houston, Texas? Anyways, oh, uh, the, the art on this thing is actually pretty dope, which is kind of why it like drew my attention. I was over at the old Total Wine. But, a little place in my heart for the lake up there in Conroe, Texas. Yeah, in man. Conroe, Same. I believe. <laughs> Same. Yeah, this is a... Uh, I wonder where they got that name. <laughs> man. <laughs> I wonder, dude. It's a, that's a real head scratcher, bud. But uh, no, this is a Belgium style quadruple. This is a Belgium quad. We're just going to like go straight off of untapped as we always do here on the daily sip because we want to have the most accurate recommendations and ratings as possible. Uh, this is a 10.5 ABV uh, Belgium quad uh, with only 25 IBUs. It's not super bitter, uh, but with uh, about 2,900 reviews after I finished my review, uh, it's clocking in at 3.89 out of five, which strong yeah it's i it's it's definitely strong but that tells me that it's it's a big split between the people that are rating 3.75 and the people that are coming in at the fours yeah like i wonder how many four star reviews it actually has because because to get to that there's only like i we're going to get into our ratings here in a second but um it's always funny to scroll through and to see how people rated it so yeah there's a lot of people that are actually rating this in the 425 range which i for a for a cut, for I almost said somebody give it half a star, and that's messed up. <laughs> Kel- that's, Kelsey C is not brewing her own beer. Kelsey C is is not a fan of Medusa at so, all. Somebody at Medusa or Copperhead Brewing broke Kelsey C's heart. I don't think I've ever. I, I wouldn't even rate Natural Light half a star if I'm being. I'd give it five. I <laughs> Natterday, I'd give we're, five. We're uh, normal just, Natural Light. That's you know we're. We went over this we're last week, around, man. Yeah, yeah. We know that you're wrong. Please go it's back okay. to episode eight and see our views on yeah. natural light. But yeah, dude, more importantly, Natterday. This this is kind of interesting, dude. This beer's actually been around since 2014. I didn't realize Copperhead was this old. Yeah. Or that, uh, like, they're shit, man. They're older than B52. B52 celebrating their 30 anniversary. Well, dude, they've probably been brewing a lot longer than that. They just uh, they just added this one in 2014. But uh, shit, dude, I didn't really know this. I I thought I was stumbling onto something not rare, but something. I don't know, kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is interesting, but I thought it was kind of unique when I found it, and apparently it's not. So uh, we're just going to jump straight into our ratings now. Did you have a chance to rate this or no? I did. Okay. Well, why are you, well you're up first, man. What you, would you think of the old Belgian quad from Copperhead? 4.2. 4.2? 4.2. I'm a big fan. I don't think there actually is a 4.2 on Untapped. It goes 4, 4, 2, 5, 4, 5. They go in increments of, of 0.25. So... Yeah, so, oh, so that's I a, don't want to give them 4.25, but I'm going to round up to 4.25, okay. even though they didn't deserve that 05. But I mean, it. hey, if they didn't deserve it, yeah, I, I would personally knock them down to a four. But I hey, to up. each his own, man. I round up. We don't discriminate here. That's the thing. We don't We don't care. Like, if you you, you like what you like, man. But uh, it's, it's, it's not sipping as easily as I would have hoped for. Um, you know, but for, uh, for, for yeah, for, for, for 10 minutes, it's well, pretty it's damn near 11%, 10.5%. Yep. Pause for the cause. You know, I can't. What, what are you coming in at for your rating? So my, you know, knock it down to four points. I was being a little no. bit more, I was being a little bit more critical with my rating uh, just because as I was drinking it at its recommended temperature, about 44 degrees, I think it was probably around 45, something like that. Cause it'd been in the cooler, it'd been in the fridge. Um, I, I, I think it didn't, didn't appeal to me that much at first. As I've kind of drank it, I might've changed my tone a little bit, but I think I'm still going to stick with a solid 3.5. Uh, you know, I just, for, for me, 
for a beer to get above that 3.75 or 3.5 range, it's got to be something like genuinely special that I would seek out to drink again and again. Most beers that I rate, I'm going to keep between 3.25 and 3.5, just for the simple fact that that's what I consider most beers to be that are any that, that are worth a shit at all. Yeah, you know, that are like worth yeah. drinking. Um, anything lower than that, you know, it's like getting into Frio light territory. And again, we don't discriminate. I have drank my share of Frio light. But you just, you just got to respect the price. You yeah, don't have you to respect like it, the price, man. but what for less than 50 cents a can of Frio yeah, light, dude, you gotta, it's, it's a national treasure and should be we, we subsidized did what we by had to in college, right? Hey dude, we, sometimes we still have to, honestly, like as far as river beers go, I mean, dude, you could still be like a somewhat degenerate depending on what river you're on. And I mean, you, you know what my river rush. beer is? I, what is it? Natter Day. How is that your river beer? No, That's, no. I refuse to hear this. It cannot be a river beer. It is. It's an, an all-day, everyday sipping Yeah, I agree. Thank I, you. I totally yes. agree. But it Summer can't. beer 2019, we're calling it here. Daily sip we, first. We called it last week. We it's called it. It's April 19th. It's uh, official. It's April 19th, 2019, 11.04 p.m. 420 Eve for those degenerates that would celebrate that. <laughs> I digress. I digress. No, but uh, okay. So <laughs> my, my point is that we declared the Natter Day, the beer of the summer last yes. week in episode eight on the podcast. So, so I'm would not that not be an excellent river beer? I'm not beer? saying that it wouldn't be an excellent river beer. beer. What I'm saying is what is your go-to for previous years, because you haven't had a chance to get on the river yet. So what have you drank on the river up until now? Because you can't say I it's wish, the river. Beer. I wish it was Natterday. I, I'm, okay, okay, I okay, disagree. okay, okay. No, no, no. I don't disagree. Uh, but for real. Latte. Kurz Latte. Kurz Latte. I, okay, see, I feel Mix like you can, in with the cider, as I've talked in before. I feel you like go you about can, four to six light beers, and then you mix in a cider that packs that flavorful punch before you go back to a nice watery beer. Yeah. No, that's I, I, I completely agree with you, man. I will or say this liquor, though. Yeah. I don't think you can refer to Kerr's Light as Kerr's Latte because Bush Kurs. has claimed the latte. They had it on their cans, man. I'm, not, I'm, I'm partial to Bush Latte. I'm not saying Bush okay. Heavy's. Bush Heavy's. Again, I'm not I'm not arguing the merits of Bush Latte. I'm just saying they kind of had it. And I've been calling Kerr's Light Kerr's Light since I mean the feedlot days. <laughs> so it's it's never it's never Coors, always Cures. Yeah, it's it's Kier's Light. Kier's Light. So that's why I say Kier's Latte just sounds a little hippy dippy to me. <laughs> sounds a little. Uh, also, what do you call the Kier's? What do you call Kier's Banquet Beer? Yellow Bellies. Yes, sir. Dude, Come you want to know something interesting about that? I was in Colorado for a game. I guess it was four years ago. They've changed their stance on this since then. I was at Mile High Stadium. I asked the fucking bartender lady that was literally only serving fucking Kier's Banquet Beer and Kier's Light. I said, can I get a yellow belly? And she looked at me and said, what? Like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're in God. fucking Denver. Like, I didn't, you, even if you're not from here, those she's Colorado like, is that a Texas they get thing? a lot right, but they don't get it all right. That's a big fact, man. It, you know, honestly, oh, man, I'm not going to, I'm not going to debate. Unfortunately, that. man, that's where they make it. Yeah. That's, yeah. Those are the mountains that they crafted after. Exactly. Those they are craft, the blue mountains. It's made they? in them mountains. It's, it's <laughs> from them, their hills. There's, there's shit there's beer in them, their hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's watered beer in them. <laughs> I, I digress. It flows straight from the mountaintop. <laughs> I really wish it did, honestly. Right in my belly. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Y'all have had a chance to sip this as well, like Keith and Cody. I don't know if Allie, if you had a sip. Oh, Allie's You can take a sip. If you, we have two more in the fridge if y'all are, in, if y'all are so inclined. 
it's heavy. Like, don't get me wrong, it's dark. 10%. Yeah. Go ahead, man. But take, it doesn't take sip yourself. like it's 10%, well, right? Well, as it's kind of warmed up a little bit, I think it's a little bit more palatable. But I think when it was cold, it was a little rough, which is weird. I, yeah. For most beers, it kind of goes vice versa. Yeah, it gets a little bit syrupy whenever it warms yeah. up. Well, like it's not. Fireball. I wouldn't okay. even call it syrupy necessarily. It's still got a good, like, you can tell that this is like a Belgium-style beer. Like, I just think, I again, I'm not a beer connoisseur. I've never pretended to be. I just enjoy drinking random shit. I'll meet on the But it just, it. It smells like anytime you go to like Kings and order something that's like not from America, like that's a German or like a Belgian style, it's got the same imports. scent to it. Yeah. Imported beer. Imported. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Don't you talk down to me, you plead mother. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. But I think we already said the untapped rating. But hey, what would y'all rate this shit on untapped? Man, I'm a light beard guy. I'm from the coast. I drink. Like Corona, I drink Dose, man. That, that stuff's Nothing wrong. That's, that, it's man. rough for me. I, I, I don't beautiful drink Rona Stouts and Porter's, Sadly yeah. and Shirley. So mm-hmm. I mean, personally, two point nine. Okay. Oh yeah. shit, man. Oh man. Hate to say that it. is what, okay. What would you? What would you? What, what would you give a Rona? Rate a Corona? Yeah. Yeah. I'm but, curious. But uh, well, not not sitting here. Hold on. On the go beach. ahead and rate this Corona. I want to know. Like we're gonna just, look it up. You don't look. Corona, no, hey, don't look, look, look at the Corona rating. Not, on not, okay. A Corona extra and not as well. not, a and not just a, a like corona. a Corona sitting on the table. Like your favorite Corona on the beach. Maybe you're fishing, surfing. You got yeah. that. You got that beach. in the sun. Find near your the water. Corona obviously like ice down. Find your beach. With the lime, I'd put it at like a. Three, three for me. So that's not too okay, much. Yeah, higher yeah, than yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I will say I'm gonna take the the Corona rating on this with a grain of salt. Because yeah. I don't think your average beer drinker is rating beer. So you would be surprised. We're not drinking. One hundred fifty thousand people rated natural. Yeah. Life. And then I think it was like uh, over a hundred thousand <laughs> that voted for Miller and Kurz. So I mean. Uh, there's 6,600. So What's your beers that really total, only kind of need like for Corona Extra? Ratings. Hey, total for Corona Extra, there's 1.3 million uh, ratings. And what's the what is this for? What would y'all yeah, what, what would y'all, y'all predict for a Corona? Yeah, I would do like a three five. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Interesting. I would do a two point seven five. Wait, what was Natural Light? Ooh, actually, that's a good question. I want to uh, say it was a three three, but I could be. It might have been a two point seven. Those of y'all following me along, three, come back three, to episode eight and find out. Easily above that. I would say three five for Corona then. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Corona Extra, not Corona Light. Corona Extra is coming in at three point oh six percent. Or no, 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 three point oh. Sorry, I was looking up Natural Light as well. Wow, Natty was a lot lower than I remember it being. No, that's it was two point oh six. Yeah, last time we talked about it being two point six. Yeah, that's a, that yeah, one. that's that's a good point. So, uh, yeah, Corona Extra comes in at three point oh six. Dang. Okay, so it was Not bad between us. Out yeah. of five. Yeah. Out of five. Okay, yeah. so y'all to be honest. So, but okay, Cody, what would you rate this uh, this Belgian quad Medusa? Uh, well, since they recommended a drinking temperature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go off my first sip, which okay. I think was a little colder than yeah, the one was, I just took. Yeah. Um, I was it was okay. Not a huge fan of the style of beer, yeah. so I'm gonna go like two seven five. Okay, no, I, I, I both of y'all, I respect your ratings. Yeah. Like, I, did we get yours, Allie? I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say just because I have a vagina, I get ignored for yeah, beer. Well, yeah, well, we, are, we are an equal what opportunity podcast. I'm a sexist here. piece of shit. I can't help. I am sitting right between the two gentlemen he just asked and yeah. skipped right over me. That's 2019. I'm fucking up, guys. Saving man, his oh man. The woman should always walk behind the man. <laughs> <laughs> I will kick everyone's ass. <laughs> 
We were, we're no, but real. Like, I couldn't remember if you said your rating or not. Like, no, I did not. Okay, what was it? I think I would go with a three point seven five. I That's really fucking, enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, honestly, that was like a good beer. I really considered between three seven five and three five. I thought it was good, but not great, but better than average. If well, that it's makes just sense. so smooth for the yeah. alcohol and for being a Belgium. Yeah, I think it's one of the smoother ones I've had in the past. I, I, that's, I think that's spot on. I, and surprisingly, it's not like, it's not as boozy as I would have expected. Yeah, it goes be. down good. Yeah. And not as sweet as some of the ones I've had before. Yeah. That's a solid that's point. a big problem with some Belgiums. That's a, yeah, actually, now that you mention it, like most Belgian beers that I've drank, which again, isn't much, but we'll get into it here as we go on in this, uh, in this crazy thing called the daily sip with Conrad and Trent. Um, yeah, I, I'm not like the, the biggest like Belgium or, you know, I try to drink imported beer, but yeah, you got a point. Most of the ones that I've drank have been a lot sweeter than, uh, than this one. And again, this is a Texas beer. Like this is literally made in Conroe. So like, you know, for, okay, this is a little off topic. Yeah. What's up? Uh, but along the lines of rating beers, what is y'all's favorite beer been? Oh, wow. You mean just overall? Ever. Ever. Oh man. And not just like the beer, like it could be a. Natural light. It can't be the beer that I've drank. It, it, it doesn't have to be the nicest beer you've ever had, but like your favorite. Like if I beer. got any beer right now, what would it be? No, 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 no. Your favorite memory, like oh, your, so your favorite beer thing. ever. Yes. Okay. Like your favorite oh. beer that you've ever had, whether it's a warm. <laughs> okay. Uh, like you're talking about a not a the experience, not a brand or like type of beer, but yes. a single beer at one point in time. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's wow, that's a hell of a question, man. It's sweating at the water. Sweating at the water, third dose keys with the lime. You gotta get a good squeeze in there, but that is by far my go-to every time. And most nostalgic at that. That's a solid point, man. I don't know. I always forget about Dosekis. Good water beer. Yeah. Honestly, I think even in the can, Dosekis is probably one of the best like river beers. Like, I don't know. That's just my my personal opinion. What about you, Allie? Oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I cannot find this beer, but back when we used to work at Eskimo Hud, oh. we had this one keg. Pour one out. Pour one out for Eskimo Hud, RIP. But it was Big Spoon Tres Leches Milk Stout. Oh, my God. I yes. can't tell you that sometimes my parents are out of the country, so when I drink this beer and I am in College Station by myself, the nostalgia of <laughs> just my grandma making her tres leches, yeah. but with beer and the chocolate tones, even though it doesn't have chocolate, just the warmth of it. Yeah. I'm telling you, go to, well, not go to because I haven't found it since that day, but I'm looking for That's it. Really good news for but you. But you know where we can find some? I know where we can find some. I have kind of bad news for you, though. It means you have to come to my neck of the woods. Oh, <laughs> go all the way down to the burbs. Yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> We've mentioned it a, a bunch of times on the podcast before, but for those of you all who don't know, one of our usual suppliers of beer, like not sponsored or anything, we still have to pay for this shit, because beer's looking at you. They have mm. had uh, the Big Spoon Trace Leches Milk Stout. I think they've had the Nitro one on as well. I don't oh. know if y'all have had Nitro beer before. Whenever you have it like in a, in a milk style, yeah. style, especially, it's fucking delicious. I'm just but, saying, uh, if anyone has a chance to try that beer, especially if you've had that growing up, that dessert, yeah. it literally does not taste exactly like a Tres Leches because, of course, it is a yeah. beer, yeah. but <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to get it. It's good. Yeah. 
Actually, you know what? I can also name a couple other really good Tres Leches beers as Ooh. well from like uh, a couple of like Houston breweries. Yeah. Um, sad thing is like I don't know like too many of them that are actually on right now. Yeah. Because they're usually like seasonal. And they're definitely harder to find than yeah. most other yeah. milk stouts. Oh yeah, for sure. And especially like whenever they release like nitro beers, like not most, mm-hmm. a lot of places aren't equipped to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're kind of dealing with like people that are able to serve it and people that want to serve it and people that want to drink it, you know? So mm-hmm. you're kind of dealing with a little bit of a niche market, but that's craft beer in general. But uh, what about you, Cody? I don't know. I'm, I may need a minute. I'm going to have to Dude, back. this is a big question, yeah. man. Like yeah. I'm, I'm seriously still thinking about it. What about you, Conrad? Uh, favorite beer. Do not say natter date. <laughs> no, He's not favorite, but favorite beer you've ever had, as in the experience. Everything. My favorite beer I've ever had. I don't even remember what beer it was. Uh, well, but it was okay. <laughs> yeah, no. That was the question. You can't. Pretty but it, was, beer. it was the first time I ever got drunk. I guess. Okay. Uh, not like wasted or anything, but it's the first my time. First beer. Yeah, exactly. This is <laughs> definitely wasn't the first beer. Well put. I've snuck some, <laughs> sucked some keystones in my. Uh, no, I was in uh, Germany, backpacking around with the family and uh, some extended family White for the shit. first time. Oh yeah, nothing but getting. Then we went to Hofbrau House there in Marienplatz in Munich, Germany, and. Uh, me, my dad, and my uncle, I finally had my first Stein of beer. and That's memorable. Yeah, and I remember barely even being able to – I don't even think I finished a Stein. I think I got like barely halfway through, <laughs> split it with my sister. I remember my first Stein. Yeah, and then uh, maybe drank a little more. <laughs> uh, but I remember uh, trying to get back to the hostel with everybody, um, and we couldn't quite find it. And I had to pee like no other. And that was the first time that I, I really felt the struggle of needing to pee <laughs> and needing to find your hostel. Uh, and me, my dad, and my uncle were <laughs> able to navigate. in Germany? What the fuck? Not if you're trying to pay a euro to do it. How much is it to, like, I wonder. I'm a euro sure to pee, two euros to do the other business. What about getting, like, what if it's you It's literally just, all the same price. What if you were to just take a piss outside? Like, what would happen then? Like how how strict are like oh, the German police yeah. are pretty strict. That's yeah. what I figured. Like they, I've never they, been Germany, so I, don't I think it, I think it's more of a cultural thing because it's like yeah. like they people hit, people don't jaywalk over there. Yeah, they just, like that's the law, and they just follow it. Exactly. You know, they, yeah, they, they've had a history of being pretty strict. <laughs> don't recall topics for another day. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the anyways. Uh, no, that was, that was like my first view with my dad, my uncle. I love those are two men that I really respect and love. Uh, and that was really cool. Wow, like, drinking from him the first time. Uh, you know what? In Texas, um, maybe I will one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what? So what? It was just drinking the stuff. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, you should literally. Sign, you sign literally the just first said time, you like, couldn't remember the beer. So some I don't beer know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So I, I was I guess, young. It was like right after. Okay. After ninth grade. Oh so, fuck. Okay. Eighth, eighth You're grade, giving yeah. me shit for sneaking beer into a movie theater when I was seventeen. And you're over here drinking Steins. I guess the drinking edge is different in Germany, especially if you're with family. But oh, still, they're, they're men, boys, much younger than I going to the bar. You got a solid point there, man. It's a, man I worried about their parents. Man, I want to get German. Okay. <laughs> and come with city say in German. <laughs> Where are your parents, young man? Don't ask about <laughs> biblioteca. I don't bargain. <laughs> yeah, I don't speak French. French. Deadpool too. But uh, I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, dude, like, I don't know. I was thinking about this, like, 
well, I guess I haven't really been thinking about it for that long, but like as <laughs> it's been going around in the circle, like, I don't know, man, like there's a couple of instances in which I could name like, you know, significant beers throughout my life, mm-hmm. which is kind of a weird thing to say out loud. It was like, tough picking one for me. I probably didn't. My first, the first time my dad gave me a sip of beer whenever I, we were working on the property in Columbus, that was pretty memorable because I was way too young to even like know what was going on. I was like, that tasted fucking terrible. Like <laughs> when all the hype is about is just water, but and it was a Bud Light. I'll never forget that because my dad drank that forever. And then uh, probably my first beer in high school, which I, you know, not everybody remembers that. We literally stuck, we snuck two out because that was all that my buddy's dad had left. And there were the old Miller Light cans. So from then on, Miller kind of had a special place in my heart. You're here. You know, and then uh, I like kind of going off of Keith's theme, like anytime I'm in a, like on my property or in a pasture on the back of a horse, if I have a Miller light in my hand, you know, it, honestly, it really doesn't matter what the beer is, Coors, Coors Miller, Yellow Bellies, whatever it may be. That is like one of my favorite places to be on, on planet earth if there were other substances involved i'm not saying that i would be opposed to that either but you know it's that that's definitely like one of the one of the things that always stands out to me yeah i will fucking drink all of this man (laughs) we're getting nostalgic up in this pod today once again pause for the cause connor i feel like oh shit you actually caught up to me and and i surpassed you okay so this is like for some reason I always just end up buying two beers for the pod. So I didn't also, I didn't realize that everybody was going to like join in today. So I apologize for that. But uh, we have two more. If, uh, if you're so inclined, I know that we kind of have like plans after this. I'm not, like, not inclined. I mean, dude, <laughs> I dude, don't know if I just double entendre myself, but I'm, I'll go get them. I think that works. I think that actually makes sense, which is kind of funny. Cause like the first couple of times that we would start, that we would do the podcast, I would always like hit record and Conrad would always get up to pour whatever the fuck we were drinking. Which I say always. We've only done this eight times, so I don't know what the fuck. Like, I don't know. But uh, but yeah. It, so like, all right, Cody, do you ever come up with yours? Fuck. Yeah, I've got I'm between two of them, honestly. Okay, so dude. Say I both got. Of them. Uh, I'll, I'll keep them short. Dude, um, do it. So I want to do a second one after. <laughs> one of them would be. I mean, Dos Equis is like an all time all time great beer, but specifically a went on a study abroad to a country in the Middle East where we didn't we were. I was sober for two two months while I was in college. Probably the only time I had not drinking alcohol for two months. Damn. Coming back in a hotel bar, had a Dos Equis, and it was like the go. coming back to America. It's like America. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I'm there. Yeah. And then, <laughs> piggybacking off what Conrad said, um, yeah, I did – was with a buddy in Germany, kind of stumbled into this, like – not Oktoberfest, but a similar type celebration for like another town in Germany. Okay. Um, and they had just some killer like lo- like local Oktoberfest beer. That that's was, cool, like, man. Inside that it was fucking awesome. That's a badass so, memory, dude. Like that that's something that I feel like everybody should experience, but not everybody will have the opportunity to. But yeah, like, that's so, cool. Coming back, we actually had visited Auschwitz, the, the first concentration camp. Right? Wow, dude, um, yeah. So on the train station back, noticed a bunch of people get off the train station in their, like, their festival outfits or whatever. And we were yeah. like, these people want to go into a fucking party. Like, yeah. <laughs> just followed them over, sure enough, like there it was, yeah. Dude, that's that's badass, especially after leaving Auschwitz, where I imagine, you know. I've yeah, pretty right. somber. Yeah, yeah it's extremely somber, like that, a lot of like deep thinking I, I, going I would on. love to go and do some of those tours because it's it's those places there's really nothing that like it's just the remnants of camps but i've heard that there's just feelings involved 
Oh, I mean, like, did you like, get I any mean, of that? Where like, I mean, you just have like this. Place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go like, walk in the gas chamber, dude. It's like, God, I mean, how, yeah. who, how can you not get? Like, I mean, I've yeah. seen the pictures from the inside. There's like scratches on the walls and shit. Like, yeah, I mean, God, it's pretty dude. fucking somber. That's incredible. I, I, man. I, I've gone like the Holocaust museums and stuff, and it's very interesting. But I'm sure there's something different about. Yeah, I mean, I've been to the Holocaust Museum in DC, which has like all the shoes and the hair. That's what. Yeah, I mean, that's like. I think we talked about that on the podcast before. Actually, I think I told y'all to go there. Yeah, I think it's different when you see it like this is actually yeah. something play like how many think of how many people have died in one of those rooms it's incredible man yeah. it's yeah it, it mm. it's really it's like certain places like in throughout history like they just hold like not just memories but like they literally hold like they 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 have like a presence that can't yeah. like shouldn't be replicated anywhere else and it's like they have power over you yeah. as soon as you get there like mm. it's it's, it's, a, it's a piece in the, the kind of the story of how we came to the world yeah. we live in now. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. No, dude, that man, you hit the nail right on the head, man. Like I've never been again, but like I just I know several people that have been, and like I, ah, man, it's it's on the list for sure. But that'd be so badass to get not not going to Auschwitz. Like obviously that's it cool. is pretty bad. It's, it's cool, badass. To yeah, go something that everybody needs to do. But catching like being able to go to a badass German <laughs> festival, like on the way out of there, like you're at the lowest of the low, like as far as emotions, and then you're just like, oh shit. Awesome, authentic, really good German beer. Let's yeah. go! Like that's cheap that's, too. So cheap. Oh, oh man, really? Yeah. For like what? Europe, Europe does a couple things yeah. really, really well for heavy quantities of beer. <laughs> like probably uh, six euros. Oh my god, <laughs> um, dude! Is it still that way? Like we should find yes, this out. Yes, like, yeah. it'll how, always be that way. How expensive are flights to Germany? Is anybody doing anything like, next October? Like grand. Yeah, oh, shit, yeah. that's that's y'all's anniversary, right? January? We, no. Uh, oh, fuck. I thought it was an October. I know. When, when, when does A&M play Bama? Dude. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't even want to get on that train right well, now. That, that's, that's it. That's the anniversary. Man, R.I.P. Scott okay. Woodward. Actually, not R.I.P. He's going to thrive out in Baton Rouge. But uh, let's see. What did I have next on the agenda? I, well, I, I did I did have one like what, one of the more memorable beers. Oh, yeah. You got another one. Uh, right. My freshman year, I joined a fairly prestigious organization. And... Everybody here already kind of knows, and it's nothing that you need to. Friends of the pod are aware. Yeah, um, but I was if kindly, yeah, yeah, firmly please. asked to leave said organization with some really close buddies. Yeah, uh, and before you know, we had to start making calls to parents and you know letting out the news. Uh, we all went and got a Miller Lite, <laughs> or we all went and just kind of sat together, got got a beer and a burger, and it was kind of a last meal of sorts uh, <laughs> where we all, you know. Uh, was there a man that his name rhymes with yes. Schmil Weiris? Yes. Okay, yes. cool, cool, yes. cool, cool, cool. And he's always going to be a Was it at buddy. Fatburger by chance? Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. That's probably Copy Bridge. Oh, okay. I was uh, going to say, if you went to Fatburger and didn't drink Lone Star with your hamburgers, I was going to be really upset. It's probably Lone Star, man. We're Shout out Fari Fatburger off Welburn, te- off Welburn in College Station, Texas. Yeah. Give yeah. us a discount. Okay. He does. He always um, does, man. But that was like a very – Obviously not as sombering as going to Auschwitz, yeah. uh, but it was, very, like, <laughs> it was a coming of age, coming to terms with the uh, actions that we have. Yeah, <laughs> just being some degenerate. No, you got a point, man. Like, I, I feel you, dude. Like, uh, but that was that was one that's after does. It stands yeah. out, man. That's yeah. a memorable. It's, it's a tough moment that we all have to deal with, but yeah, we dude. all have to deal with it together. Dude, I think nice. this is a great idea for a recurring segment as long as we have guests on. Because I mean, I don't know how many times we can necessarily talk about our favorite beers. I I can name several beers throughout my life that have had an impact, like yeah. or that have been significant, which is kind of weird, like when you think about it. But it, I mean, not even just that, like old fashions or whiskeys or you know, yeah. like after, you know, after my dad passed, I had a bucket of Miller Lite, like you know, yeah. this is content. Never mind. 
But uh, but yeah, follow, no. follow us on later episodes, and y'all will catch some more. Seriously, also thank you. Oh, we're gonna get into it later. Never mind. I digress. Let's, let's digress. I digress. <laughs> Smash that MF and subscribe <laughs> button. Go, right, go to Apple Podcasts. Get us five stars. Leave us a Hold rating. Hold on, it's content. This <laughs> is the end. But I digress. We're moving on into do that digressing that we do. We're moving on into our, our newest and greatest. Actually, it's not even our newest, but probably my favorite segment thus far. Good news, gooder news, and best news with our host Radcon. Oh yeah, shit! Your computer died. <laughs> Let me take over the mic, dude. We need to we need to live stream this shit from now on, so that or maybe not live stream, but record it at least on somebody's phone, so that people know what the fuck's going on back here. Because it was so funny when your computer died and you had that mini panic attack. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. I'd love to film ourselves. I look great on camera, dude. I we okay. <laughs> I can't even afford a microphone. We'll Don't get tell the listeners. We'll, it's we'll, okay. get, we'll get sponsorships. It's okay. Yeah. Actually, if we record it, they will come. It's kind of funny on the uh, on the Anchor app. You should go download Anchor. That's an ad. In the last week, so we're going to re-record that because it fucking sucked, and we apologize for it. Or I go to Apple I, Apple Podcasts. It's best. But it's also included on the bottom of our Anchor page that you should <laughs> contribute and uh, and support the podcast as monetarily as you can possibly can. Just, Don't feel just write us a big bat. Check. Don't feel obligated, okay. <laughs> but I would not. Okay, well, I would not decline. Let's digress. Let's digress. Good I news. Digress. Good news. Uh, good good news. news. Good news today, or you know, recently, uh, Patagonia has decided to pump the brakes on co-branding with companies that destroy our planet. Yeah, we're talking. Which, oh man, it's it's you know, kind of bittersweet because I, well, I really sympathize with our oil fracking yeah. and. Uh, Mining and uh, all of our good old boys Me too, doing, man. doing the good old work. Because if shit breaks out, it's their asses that are saving us. Uh, but yeah, good I, news. But as the Eagle Scout in me and the uh, coastal con- conservatist, conservatist, conservatorist, conservative, conservatist, conservatist, conservationist, conservationist. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> I knew there was a word. For it was it. in there somewhere. Damn. Coastal land conservationist. Uh, I couldn't be prouder. It's a it's a company you'd think that would, you know, making oodles and oodles yeah. off of pretty badass gear. Uh, they're they're really, man, they, they make me proud as an Eagles guy yeah, to dude, see that they're actually taking action against some of these big corporations, yeah, as man. well as backing some of the corporations that are doing good stuff yeah, for us. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then in gooder news, Patagonia also gained $10 million in GOP tax breaks, and they invested that all into their conservation uh, efforts. Which, is, Which awesome. is amazing. First of all, that's that's fucking amazing. Like and, it's, uh, it's kind of incredible that uh, you know, like it it makes me really happy because Patagonia, like, make no mistake about it, like you said, their their stuff is the shit. Like they make legit stuff for the outdoors. They also make fashionable stuff as well. But they their bags, all the wow. shit that they make outside, the, and their jackets. I mean, their jackets are incredible. They, you know. But the, the staple of like the tech and like Wall Street bro industry, as far as the uniform goes, has been the Patagonia vest. Like they've had these deals. They've had these Patty corporate. Best. They've had these corporate discounts for you know like corporations that, uh, like they they just they give them a discount to you know put their logo and shit on it to brand it up a little bit. Which is you know I'm not hating on anybody that's in that industry. We have plenty of friends that are in those industries. But I you know I and like you said, I also have plenty of friends that are in the oil and gas industry. And when yep. you know and like, and they're in positions when, you know, gas prices go up, like they lose jobs and shit. Or when gas prices go down, excuse me, like I apologize no. to everyone that lives in Pasadena, Texas. I know what I just said. <laughs> when gas prices go down, they lose fucking jobs. Like this yeah. is just how it goes. So I mean, and I, and I know the guys that are doing it. 
Yeah, dude. Like Lake Jackson, Texas, that's that's Dow Chemical, man. Like that's plastic and, and you know, it's it's refined oil and all kinds of like for those of you who don't know, plastic is oil based. That's why yeah, this is a whole nother topic. Google buoyance a lot. I, I digress. I digress. Uh, so good news, good news, best news. I'm going to let uh, Allie, the oh, yeah, gorgeous, the pod, Allie. beautiful Hi. Allie. Yeah, we what? were not joking about this earlier. Fuck no, we were I'm, not. I'm, I'm, I'm I took intrigued. care of the good and gooder. You take care of the best. I'm intrigued. What is it about Beyonce? She just dropped like a 40-track record, right? Well, no, no, no. She just dropped a two-hour documentary of a deep inside look at her Coachella 2018 performance. Shit. It, this was following the Jay-Z fiasco? Yes, it was, but that was way back a couple years ago, 2016, 17. Wow, that was a couple years ago now? Yeah. Holy We're in 2019, Was that before y'all? or after Single Ladies? That was after Way single after ladies. Single Ladies. Okay. Single I'm sorry. Ladies is wild. That's, that's why we have you on here. Come on, man. I need but, um, the cool thing about this documentary is that she goes in depth to the point where she actually goes and talks about that the fact that she's the first black female, um, what is it called, headliner for Coachella. She wanted Whoa. to go through and empower the black community. So she actually did her entire performance, rewrote most of her music to fit a band on it. So she actually had wow. like historically black colleges students come on. Oh yeah, HBCUs. That's fucking yeah. that's so oh, like, like cool. a like a drum band. She like, had a drum land, she had the steppers, she had everything. She had two hundred plus people on stage with her that she hand chose. And there were all these individual people as she goes on to explain later on that she wanted everyone to be in uniform, but she wanted to show the individuality of each person because these are people who are usually overlooked in society. So it's a really powerful documentary. And honestly, her entire performance is just amazing. So see, that's the kind of shit that we need more and more of because it's like my white privilege is showing a little bit and saying like, you know, yeah, these people are overlooked, but you know, it's, 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 we, we only know as much as we can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like coming from her, like, I never like, like I, what I mean by my white privilege is showing, I never realized that she was the first black female headliner in the history of Coachella. Like yeah. Coachella is like, I, I think it's highly overrated, but it's still, you know, someone called it the influencer Olympics. Like mm-hmm. it's still the, you know, the event of the spring, I guess, cause it just occurred. So yeah. yeah, I guess it'd be the spring. So well, yeah, it's I currently mean, happening right now. Oh yeah, this weekend. That's and right. Last that's weekend. right. Yeah, y- y'all aren't going to Chella. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like Casey Musgraves had yeah, last I week, didn't she? Our fry fest, dude. I can't. I can't yeah, dude. Oh, your dad, your dad's not <laughs> buying you fry and Chella, bro. Dude, oh, okay. For those of you who have not See you listened, next year maybe. <laughs> for those of you who have not listened to episode three or four, I think it was the first one. They, they're the one that was Keith. That Keith was on actually. Where National Marguerite Where we talked about fire. Bonner, fest. Stone Cold so fire. Yeah, fire. Oh, fire fest. Oh man. Yeah. Fire. Billy McFarland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a hell of a guy. But that's so cool. Like, I never realized that because, like, like people don't realize the impact that that can actually have on the community and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I, I digress. We could talk about this for hours. Honestly, I can go on for an entire yeah. two hours. And I think that I, I really Beyonce, think that we should. It's I'm fun. glad you told me that because, honestly, I thought that was another Lemonade movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that it was actually like a documentary. Like, I just saw the title yeah. pop up on Netflix. Yeah. And I know that you are all excited. And I saw you were watching it with the pups. 
yeah. And I, I thought it was. Wait, like you were watching like, it with Wyatt too? Oh yeah. yeah. Thank God, my dog's more cultured than I am. <laughs> Wyatt is woke. Like, Wyatt, dude, Wyatt is so woke. He's from he's from Denver, man, and he lived in Austin for a while. Wyatt's woke. Ass. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Wyatt was hypnotized with me. And he looked. Oh man, I feel so bad for Puppet the Pod Indy because she looked very betrayed. She Wyatt's a cuddler. Yesterday. Uh, Wyatt's just, a cuddler. Like you know how it is. Like he gets in. Oh, he's so warm too. I fucking love my dogs. If so no much. one else, yeah, <laughs> these are dogs we're talking about. Yes, Puppets of the Pod. They're on the Instagram page. Please look it up. They you are. Will not probably be disappointed. I'm very <laughs> proud of the meme that I made of Wyatt running to me with his tennis ball. It, it made me really happy. Like it's a great A meme. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's a great A meme, but I was very proud of it. I'd probably give it a C plus if we're being honest, because it's very basic. But at the same time, it got the point across, and I hope it made people listen to episode seven. But anyways, I digress. That that was a fucking that was a great way to end the best news because I didn't realize I, I just thought you dropped this massive. And album. that really goes into the next news. Yeah, it, and you know it, it really does carry over into the next one, which is the movie or show recommendation of the week. Uh, what is that called, by the way? Um, Homecoming. Homecoming. Okay, so Beyonce Homecoming on Netflix. Y'all should definitely go check it out. Like I'm definitely gonna have to. I, I put it on my list as soon as I saw it, but I didn't. Re- I didn't know that they were connected to the album and everything. But uh, but yeah, this is another new one on Netflix, by the way. Uh, my my, sh- it's a show recommendation again. And I I hate to keep going on the shows, especially on Netflix. But uh, this one's called Black Summer. You know, and when I first saw it on Netflix, I thought it was like a Black Mirror spinoff or something. Yeah, I like- thought it was dog shit. It, it was another uh, uh, zombie. Yeah. And then you, movie. yeah, and then you get into do, it. Do any of you guys hear one another zombie show? If it's not I Zombie Land too. Yeah, yeah. We're just like, piggyback onto that. Which I, yeah. I, for one, wasn't wanting to no. watch it, but I put it on because I was bored, dude. Same. And I could not stop watching. That's it. the whole reason I started watching because I was like, well, I mean, it looks new, and I'm I used to be into zombie yeah. stuff, so like I'll give exactly. it five minutes. And literally within the first two minutes, I'm like hooked. I want to know where this is going. Yes, because and, the, and it's not that same shit like Walking Dead. Yeah, it's uh, not what the Walking Dead has deteriorated into. This is like like it Walk, feels Walking more Dead is like Rocky. They should have stopped at the yeah, third season. They rolled, oh, man. I will drink to that, man. That, <laughs> that Jesus Christ. That's the most apt analogy for a Rocky film I think I've ever heard. But it's super accurate. Once again, pause for the cause. But no, it, it's it's a cool ass show, um, and it it looks at the zombie outbreak and not a different light necessarily, but like it focuses on uh, the more realistic of like what would you do? I think it's, I think as it's realistic, realistic as a zombie yeah. movie could go. You're like, all right, the average person that's not really when they get into the school, arsenal, yeah. dude. When they get into that school and you kind of see how those kids, oh, the went, Lost Boys, yeah. When they went or when they went fucking uh, what, what's it we, called? We can't give it away, but no, 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 I'm not giving it away. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking uh, Lord of the Flies type shit, man. Lord of the Flies mixed with a uh, uh, what Home Alone? Yeah, dude. Like Lord of the Flies mixed with because yeah. like I'm, we're not yep. gonna give too nope. much of it away. But it's once you get into the season a little bit, and there's only one season out. All the episodes are eight like, episodes. Yeah, no. I think it's like eight episodes. They're all inside. Some like, of them are like forty. No, they're all like twenty-five minutes. Yeah, they're all fairly yeah. short. I think I think a couple of them might be a little bit longer. Uh, but it, it focuses on like four or five main characters and their stories kind of start out and you kind of see how they they start to converge after a while. Some die, some don't. Yeah, honestly, man, like th- no that's, telling who. I think this is an effective Game of Thrones. I really do because there yeah. there are no safe characters in this. And I mean, you could say it started with The Sopranos and, you know, going on to Breaking Bad and everything. But like Game of Thrones to me was that show that made it to where like no one, literally no one is safe. Yeah. And that's exactly the feel of this, even though, 
you know, the like again, not going to give too much away, but the main character, uh, Rose. You know what? I'm just going to read this straight off the bottom. This is the description for it from IMDb. A mother searches for her daughter after civilization collapses due to a zombie outbreak. They don't focus on what to. Yeah, they don't focus on what to call the zombies. They just accept that you know people are fucking dying and they're changing. There's you know. And as it it goes on, it kind of explains like what's going on with like the greater outbreak and you know where everybody's congregating and things like that. What what do they call them in? in The Walking Dead? Yeah. I think they call them walkers. Yeah. Okay. Walkers. Yeah, I really... Yeah. There's different they, types, right? There's like yeah. walkers and there's fucking... Dude, honestly, I have no idea. All I what remember is walkers in the first couple Wait, of seasons. So what kind of zombies are we talking about? Fast zombies. Like, they, so they are they we talking fast. like some I Am Legend fast zombies? Not right? I Am Legend. <laughs> I, would, I would put them on like... Yeah. Did you ever see World War Z? Yeah, yes. where they like pile up on top of each other and shit. Yes, yeah. but yeah. toned down just a little bit, not that fast. A little bit slower than that because it's, they didn't have that much money to really CGI the characters and shit to make them like super fast and super yeah, strong. They, they change like as soon as they die, they change in like two minutes. It's it's under that. It's like and it's they a couple sprint. of seconds. They it can really sprint. Is. Yeah, and then Ooh. you know as it goes on, they start to find out like people that just die that die in accidents turn almost immediately. You don't have to be bit. It's like that like same that. walking. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like, so, like yeah, they're like all fucking like yeah, yeah, Game of yeah, Thrones yeah, S, yeah. only minus the Night King. But uh, yeah, no, I I digress. It's it's a cool ass show. I think the also we don't know if there's it. not a Night King yet. Well, that son of a bitch, we don't know that he's dead yet. Well, he's the king of the night, so yeah. I, well, you know, we're not going to be like every other podcast out there this week and talk about Game of Thrones. We're different. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're different. And it's not that we're anti Game. Don't of Thrones. listen to those other podcasts. We're we're, we're very pro we're Game di- of we're Thrones. We're not like here. those. We're different. We're really not. If you, I mean, we're really not, not that different. If you think about it, but at the same time, I, we, we it's same same but different. Same same, same but. D- digress. But same thing, but digress. Digress, yeah. Black Summer, Netflix. If you have it, go watch it. If not, bum your friends. That's give it, what the give rest it of us five do. minutes. Uh, yeah. That's all you really need. But anyways, I digress. Moving on. Houston Spotlight of the Week. This is what we round out every show with, for those of you who are new. Uh, this is the last segment. We apologize. Actually, I don't apologize. I'm not going to want to wrap this shit up. But anyways, uh, do you want to leave this off or do you want me to start? I'll, I'll go ahead and put in my uh, my I'm two first cents on the dollar. Yeah, yeah, you go, you go ahead. You're first on there, but I'm I'm jumping ahead. It's okay. Uh, Herman Park is going to be my number one pick. Okay, for the week, it is badass. I've been there once or twice before, but I finally got to bike through it today. Uh, keep it on bike. my huh? When you say bike, I rented some city bikes. Okay. Uh, Houston B Dash Cycle. Always a good time. Yeah, three bucks for thirty minutes. Houston B Dash Cycle. Cool bikes. Fun. Man, we almost saw some people that were trying to kill their son today. Yeah. What in the hell? This, oh man. So they're pretty hefty bikes. They're heavy bikes. Yeah. City rental bikes. Yeah. Uh, and this lady put her like seven year old son in the basket. In the basket? And they're like already hefty bikes. So like, they're very cumbersome. Yeah. Uh, and she put her son in. And they they immediately like could not go. No, I mean, and so they get... transferred their seven year old son to the basket of the father's bike. What's that gonna do? <laughs> okay, I think they were kind of being nice. The lady who originally had the kid in the basket, like this lady, was gonna struggle to ride this bike like without <laughs> that kid <laughs> okay. in it. Like they're heavy yeah. bikes. They're she, pretty tough she, to control. She, she was she was getting the she was okay. getting speed wobbles going like half a mile an hour. <laughs> oh man. Bucket. With a grown child in the basket, yeah, this isn't like a tunnel. Yeah. Like this was 
somebody that was very capable of riding his own bike, but the city bikes are meant for adults or at least teens. Like, yes, yeah. like he was not big enough to ride the bicycle. Not and they seven year olds. That's ex- not what they're built yeah, for. Exactly. But they just put him in the basket and he did not fit in the basket. <laughs> and they hogged the machine to rent the bicycles. And I would never wish ill on anybody, but. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to get yeah. out of there. We're trying to go. And they're holding us up and then they we were looking at them as they were figuring out the machine, knowing like there's no way the math is working. They don't have yeah. a bike for this kid, he's not taking it. They were surely just maybe riding around. They took off and I'm sure they did not come back. You know, put somebody seven, crashed with that child that did not look safe you know putting a seven-year-old in a basket of a, of a city bike poses a lot of problems number one being you're putting a fucking seven-year-old in a city bike basket oh man i i guess nobody here's seen inglorious bastards okay, but it's yeah. okay <laughs> try it with no handlebars man. Yeah. Yeah. it was totally like it was et style at the end et style <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah yes you know but et Fall was home. too but et was too big for the basket but much more gravity yeah. yes. <laughs> okay but we rode him up and through herman park and it was absolutely beautiful it was That's reminded cool, me man. a lot of zilker park not as cool being an austin guy yeah, sorry definitely not as cool uh but definitely Zilker's highly recommend else, checking man. it out yeah uh completely free nothing to pay for that's awesome in yeah. my book and it's absolutely yeah. beautiful kind of wish i had time to walk around and do some of the installations but that's definitely my spot. That's cool, week. man. Yeah, I definitely need to take a bike ride through Herman. It's been a long time, man. What but, you thinking? Uh, so, so I'm thinking this week. It, it's a place that I haven't been to in a while, but with the uh, the NHL, uh, with the NHL playoffs coming up, or we're not even not coming up. We're we're mid, like we're in the midst of the NHL playoffs, and it's you know for me, I'm a huge Colorado Avalanche fan. And uh, we're actually doing really good right now. We got the number one hockey or the uh, number one college hockey player in the hockey. country, dude. Fucking this kid Makar is a. It, I, I digress. I can't even get into the abs right now. But I'm going to talk about one of my favorite spots to go catch a hockey game in Houston, and it's this uh, this little place called the Maple Leaf Pub. If you're Canadian, you already know you about did, it. Yeah, I you booed it. I booed it. I booed so, it. Sorry, booed it. You already so, knew. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, booted. I'm not Canadian. If if we have any Canadian listeners or Canadian uh, FH members out there, which we um, they still exist. I'm pretty sure they do. They're really in Ontario or Alberta. I don't know. Anyways, I digress. I digress. The Maple Leaf Pub is is a cool little spot, man. They have decent food. They have a lot of different types of beer. Like I don't remember how many taps they have. It's not many, if I remember correctly. But it's I, we're, I'm gonna like I apologize, but I'm looking straight off of Yelp. It's got four stars, four out of five on Yelp with 239 reviews, which I think that kind of speaks to the uh, the quality of this place. I've never had a bad it's, meal it's there. It's a good Canadian pub. Yeah, never had never had bad drinks there. It's 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 the hockey pub, man. Oh shit! Actually, we're looking at their beer list right now. It's oh no 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 no. no. Sorry, I was like, man, I thought they just like randomly added this massive beer list. It's a cool spot, man. It's pet friendly. I've never taken the old Wyatt dog there, but I, I really want to. If you're interested in hockey in any way, shape, or form, and there's a big game going on, and you're in Houston, uh, this is definitely the spot that I would recommend. I respect you, but I'll never go to Canadian bar. I mean, it's you know, it it's a Texan Canadian bar. So I mean, they got here as fast as they could. What do you want them to do? And they still have pride for go their back. nation. Okay, nah, <laughs> no, 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 man. They actually, I'll, I'll, check, I'll check it out. Yeah, man, it's it's a cool spot. It's actually it's it's basically in Midtown, so it's really not that far. It's right off Elgin. It's a good spot, man. I, I highly recommend it. They have really good food. It's a good atmosphere. It's a great game day atmosphere, especially like I said, if you're a hockey fan, It'd be good for playoff hockey. It's it's it's. Like I haven't been for playoff hockey yet because I've been a little bit busy, but it's uh, it's definitely 
I would say it probably gets pretty ratty. Like I would say, what's that bar we went to for the World Cup? Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah, yeah I've, I've yeah. heard it gets as rowdy as Phoenix does for for like big soccer matches. Like it gets it gets pretty packed. It's it's not the biggest place, but it it still gets pretty crowded. Um, if I remember correctly, parking is not the easiest down there. But I mean, that's just Midtown in general. But anyways, I digress. Uh, that's been the Houston Spotlight of the Week for for the both of us here. Uh, we just wanted to say thank y'all so much for for sticking with us until we finally made it to iTunes. Uh, 100 plus listens yeah. and we literally could not do it without you guys Yeah, because it'd just be two listens because I don't know who the hell's listening to be honest but, <laughs> but no I mean we, we sincerely appreciate it you should follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Daily Sip Pod that's uh, daily just like it sounds I mean I don't know how else you'd spell daily Sip like pod, John Daly all lowercase no not John Daly no like daily like like every day even though we don't record every day I think it's an irony thing but anyways I digress uh, yeah also since we're finally on iTunes please go rate and subscribe uh, we would sincerely appreciate a five star review if you're not feeling it I mean fuck don't leave a review please God like, <laughs> we want to rise on the charts man if you're not feeling if, it if you so don't have a five star review don't don't review this. Yeah, okay. for real. And if you do, tell us why. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, if y'all feel like writing anything, that's fine. If y'all just want to hit the five star and then uh, and and then call it a day, that's also cool. Yeah. Please slip into our DMs. We love giving y'all shout outs. Uh, yeah. Another huge shout out to Sax Ups. It just stacks up whenever you use Sax Ups. Yeah, man. Uh, it's gotten me swole beyond belief. Hit him up uh, on hit him up on Facebook. Holler at him. Say you heard about it through Conrad on the Daily Sip Pod. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, like I said, feel free to follow us on, uh, Spotify as well. Uh, cause I, I feel like that's where the, the podcast is going to be uploaded the, the fastest to iTunes seems to be taking a minute with most of their stuff. Uh, but yeah, like I said, go rate and subscribe on, on iTunes to get the most up-to-date stuff. Follow us on Instagram to get memes and, uh, all kind of just random de- like shit, like facts, memes, screams and everything in between. Yeah. If you enjoy cocaine hippos, go ahead and follow the pod. Yeah. For those of you who haven't been here, go listen to episode five. Or no, no, no. It was Dirty Mike and the Boys. That was when we yeah, talked about Dirty Mike hippos. and the Boys go, and the Cocaine Hippos. Go learn about them cocaine hippos. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, for, for, for episode nine of the Daily Sip Pod, this has been Trent. And this is Conrad. And uh, all the generous friends of the pod, Keith, Happy Cody, and Allie. Yeah, we, we sincerely appreciate y'all, and we, uh, we, we hope to see you next week.